everyone for tuning in. This is Soy Chingona, and I am your host, Erica, also known as E. Marie. And I'm very excited um, to have Carolina Milo here today from Borvida. Um, thank you guys for letting me have this time with you and also letting me down here in your space. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to start off um, with you guys telling the listeners um, who you are today. What makes you, you? Um, hi, everyone. My name is Carolina Santana. Um, born and raised San Diego, California. I'm 32 years old. Um, been San Diego my whole life. I currently reside in Barrio Logan. Uh, I have my business here, and um, yeah, I'm excited to share a little bit of, of what brought me here. And um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> hello, my name is Milo Lorenzana. Um, I'm a San Diego resident, also. Um, I do also reside in here in Barrio Logan, um, and uh, I'm excited for this uh, podcast to see yeah. uh, where this uh, goes, and uh, hopefully <laughs> we can get this uh, out to the masses, because <laughs> exactly. the story needs to be heard. Exactly. <laughs> um, I will have to say, first off, to give you guys a credit on something, because um, I love going to coffee shops, and I love supporting local and small business. Um, the thing that really got me to really just have this, like you guys be part of this community in the heart of it, is you guys sharing with other coffee shops and helping them get started. Because I've been in two coffee shops that I absolutely love, different vibes in both of them, but when I had talked to the owners, they were like, Borvida helped us. Like, they're the ones that helped us and led us in the right direction to create their space, which is incredible to me to see that unity with you guys and it's not competition it's right. all about you know helping them grow that's amazing um to me so i just wanted to thank you guys for yeah. that <laughs> first of all because that's you know that's something that i think is really beautiful um let's talk a little bit about the history of the coffee shop in borvida how did you guys actually where did the idea um come from um so just to backtrack and what led us into even like wanting to open a business. Mm -hmm. uh, Milo has been in the community for close to 10 years now, um, starting with a few different galleries. Um, maybe he could tell you that part better. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, we started up a couple of different, uh, I guess you would say, grassroots collectives here in Barrio Logan. Mm -hmm. um, the story is really stretched out long. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happened during that time, you know, and uh, I think, like, you know, the the when we were doing this we knew that barrio logan was something like special you know i mean it, it starts from the history of just the neighborhood itself and then then you got you know this beautiful park with these murals and 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 the culture and just the presence of of the chicano culture the mexican culture i think it just with those things i think everybody was really like we knew like this is where we wanted to be you know yeah. and um and like i said we started some some art galleries and mm -hmm. we were trying to like create like this vibe of of uh of you know what they've done but like you know just like this new school you know kind of attitude and then this new generation but not ever forget where it all stemmed from right. you know so um we we started out with like a, we did a grassroots collective called the, the roots factory and i would bring this up because i think like well, let me take it back there was another collective that was started it was called Vosalta. Okay. Vosalta was the very first 
I would say the very first known art gallery in Barrio Logan. It was ran by my friend Carlos Beltran. He was kind of the one who really set the pace for what's going on today. He never really kind of gets any kind of credit for it because mm. he's just not that guy and not too many people want to know. But, I mean, since we're talking about it, yeah. you know, um, you know, Carlos was the one who made that first step in, 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 in placing a gallery here in Barrio Logan and creating these art shows. And from that, like, it really inspired me and a few other of our friends because we saw the potential instantly people were drawn like they were drawn to it and uh and we knew like this was it this is something that we we had to do you know we had to do we love the vibe we love the the unity the community um everything that it brought you know and um and once he did that, it kind of like, it was like a light switch, man. It was just like this dark room and someone just turned on this bright light and everybody was seeing what was going on and, right. you know, and, and there was some movement, you know. So shortly after that, we created the Roots Factory. Um, Roots Factory was done by myself, Chris Sertucci from La Bodega mm -hmm. Gallery, Anna Brown and um, Bob, Hernan uh, Bob Green, Bob Hernandez. Um, and us four, we started this collective and right off the top i mean we had momentum like crazy the, the support was nuts i mean it wasn't even three months into it we were getting 500 to a thousand people at our shows wow. just like that you know it's and obviously what the community was craving for right? yeah yeah wow. and, and, and not only the community of barrio logan but the san diego community yes. because the art yeah. scene was so one-sided yes it was fine art or art that only looked good for certain people there was an art for like room for street art yeah. or or you know or art for latinos chicanos mexicans you know african-american asian like it was just like one genre at the time you know and we opened the doors we opened the doors to to san diego for san diego's art scene and there was I mean, if there was, we didn't hear about it, but the art scene in San Diego, like I said, was so one-sided. And once we got that direction, it opened the eyes, you know, the city beat, the reader, like everybody was like trying to get at us and like, what are you guys doing? You know, what's, what's, what's this about? Like, what's this movement about? And at the time, like we didn't really know the right answer, but right. we knew we were onto something, you know, we just knew that we can, we can put a flyer out on social media and we can get you know 500 people to one spot like yeah. that you know what i mean so it, it was cool you know to have that kind of i guess you can call it power or you know that kind of connection to the community but then so after that we started doing that just started gaining more doing more shows creating you know get, putting more artists on meaning like you know giving artists opportunities to show their stuff in a gallery setting right you it was know? a platform yeah exactly yeah. we built this platform that that it wasn't out there there was there wasn't and if someone says that it was like where are you now because i want to know you know because <laughs> yeah. i still haven't seen it you know yeah. and and now you know fast forward you know after the roots factory then we opened up the um the spot from the spot we went to the bodega and you know like those three right there were kind of like the catalyst of what is now today you know and then chicano art gallery you know they 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 were actually there in the beginning and they worked really closely with us caesar he was really good you know he was uh born and raised in the community so he actually had a lot of 
momentum too because like he was part of the neighborhood already so it was just this big collaboration you know of people that already had a vision you know yeah. and and the most important i think at the end of the day we had the support from the elders the elders which were the people that were actually doing these murals you know victor ochoa mm -hmm. mario um <clears throat> mario chacon mario torero you know all these big like these artists that have been doing this stuff from the 70s. We weren't right. even born, you know what right. I mean? Like, you know, they were already creating this. They were fighting so hard for this. And it just, you know, and I think the time of, you know, social media, a new day and age, you know right. what I mean? Helped us get it done a little faster. For them, it was like, really like pick and shovel you know right. what i mean like we're gonna dig a hole by hand you know what i mean yeah. now it's like we're gonna dig a hole with this machine that's gonna take you know what exactly, i mean so yeah. we had we had tools that they hadn't they didn't have and and we put what they did and what we have together and it was like you know gaining their support and you know with chicano park you know the, their support also at first it took a while for them to warm up to us you know what yeah. i mean because <laughs> you know we were like you know these hipster kids that That's were bringing in yeah. you know and i was like dude i never considered myself a hipster <laughs> but for someone you know they don't you know they're just gonna they're gonna be like hey you know this new generation you right. know you know so it, it took a while but they all but at the end of the day they saw our vision and they knew that we were harmless and they knew that we weren't gonna you know take away from the neighborhood we, they knew that we wanted to contribute we wanted to be mm. contributors you know and, and and so you know long story short we'll fast forward like you know now we got these galleries that have done created all this movement and and you know and and here we are with you know spreading this artwork and i think like after doing all that and we saw business behind it mm -hmm. it was time like you know we were like okay now we got all this movement we got all this like you know how can we make this lucrative now right. you know how can we like you know, I want to say, yeah, into something, yeah, we're, right. you know, instead of like doing it this grassroots style, you know, so what we started to do is we started to, you know, really open our eyes to what we have and you know it takes a lot to create a following you know that's yeah. what me and Gato we, we we always say you know people always ask us like how did you get so f like how did you get 40,000 followers on Instagram so fast or how do you just put a flyer out and you get 2,000 people to come yeah. to your freaking <laughs> flea market you know but I think it's just you create that following you create that back end first and then you give them something you know what right. I mean to you know you put something on the plate you know right. and so, it fuels their soul I mean that's what a big part of the barrio is is just like that spirit yeah like the heart like, yeah the movement it. yeah and I think you're right like it is something that the community has been wanting for years. Like, right. Right, and just like you said, right. way back, right. my, my great-grandmother's property is a mile down the street. So when this movement started popping up, it was incredible. I right. mean, for us to see that as a family and just see the what you guys envision and then it come to life. Right. I mean, we're blown away by yeah. it. We're like, yes, finally. Like, yeah. someone's putting something together. But yeah. to know that it started off with all these different people collaborating and coming together yeah. i see why you guys are so supportive of other people and right. growing their business and doing what they're doing because that's where it all came from right we're right you know and, then, and i think too you know after like you know from then like 2007 8 you know around there 2009 all that that excuse me that whole time um i think like now where we are right now i 
I think now that looking back, like it's more importantly that we just the preservation of Barrio Logan is so important. You know, I mean, you know, I see it. I see it too. You know, it's like we get it all the time. You know, people are like pointing the finger like they really you know we, we do have a lot of supporters but we also have a lot of people that think that we're part of the move the part of the part of the problem not the solution right and that's okay because you know w- without that we wouldn't have growth you know right. what i mean things would be all nice and you know colorful and stuff but and i think it just makes us be more aware of where we are and what we're doing because you know i'm not from barrio logan i didn't grow up here i've lived here for a while but i'm not from here neither is she you know and neither is a lot of people on the block that Mm -hmm. have these small businesses but at the end of the day it's super super important that we understand the like where we are and what this neighborhood really truly stands for because at the end of the day you know we our success would not be here if it wasn't for that those past you know 20 40 40 49 years 48 years of the struggle of trying to create this movement we don't want to change that you know what i mean that's not our intention our intention is definitely not to change that our intention is to add to it Mm -hmm. but i know that sometimes that can be a little you know you know you create like it's like i said you turn on that light switch now all eyes on barrio logan you know and the whole gentrification thing you know what i mean so that that like kind of comes into play and that's that's not what we're trying to do here we're trying to preserve our culture we're trying to you know you know do good and 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 try to like really set a platform for you know the younger generation you know what i mean too but you know it's hard because you get you know i understand when when people say you know they're bringing in all this new business and stuff it's creating and i get it i do i understand that i understand that but we got to look at it as if we don't do it and by our own brown people and let's get this movement going because i i don't want to sit and wait you know because right. when you sit and wait then that's when other things other happen want. other people yeah. come in here that we really don't want you know what i mean so you know it's i don't you know i'm not even sure if that's the right answer either you know right. what i mean at the at, but I know that my intentions, I know Catalina's intentions, and I can speak for a lot of people on the block. Our intentions are not to gentrify our own neighborhood. I'm not a product. I don't want to be a victim of my own circumstance yeah. and build this yeah. community up, and then I can't afford to be here. Right. Like, the, how right. does that make sense? Right. You know what I mean? But but I also understand that there's another side, you know, and there's a lot of activism going on in Barrio Logan. Right. I respect that because without that, like, I don't do that stuff. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know anything about it. So I have to let that, like, they, they're, they're the ones who, who, who fight that fight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm so grateful and thankful for that because if it wasn't for those activists and those people that stand up and whenever something goes down and they're out there marching and protesting, we, you know, who knows where we would be? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like you got your, it's like a football team. You got your linemen and then you got your quarterback. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We feel like, you know, sometimes we're the quarterback and we got all these people fighting, you know, but yet they're fighting for it, but then they still question the quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, right. hey, we're fighting this fight, but you guys are bringing in right. all and these people, you know? So it's hard. It's so, so Right, and I'm glad you so brought hard. up that other side of it, too, like, because obviously you have a lot of support and everybody sees that, but it's important for people to see the other side of the non-supportive, right, so that right. they get an understanding of that, because that is a huge thing. I mean, just the pizza place going up um, down the street from here, they're getting a lot of slack for 
you know, maybe taken away from a mom and pop, you know, yeah. thing. And that's a very difficult thing it's for me, hard. too, being yeah. from the neighborhood and having history here. Because I don't really see that as a bad thing that these new people came in. Right. I mean, they're creating something. To me, it's beautiful. And to me, they're putting, you know, it out there and they're bringing more eyes to the community. Right. I respect that. But then I see on the other side the yeah. people that don't and what they've been through in this neighborhood. Yeah. I could see why they you know hold against it you right, know but yeah. i hope they do see the greater good yeah. in what people are trying to create yeah i know? think you know and i mean it's i think like all said and done i think just being aware mm -hmm. you know maybe or being conscious of what's going on you know and uh and just you know continue to support each other and and just make continue to you know fight that fight yeah. you know what i mean because it barrio logan it, it's really you know it's on the forefront right now right. and there's a lot of movement going on and you know we our intentions are to be part of the solution never the problem you know right. so you know but going back to what i was talking about real quick i was you know so we started these galleries and you know, we wanted to bring business to the block, mm -hmm. and we were trying to come up with something. We we had um actually had a part in um, opening up Salud. Okay. Yeah. So um, me and um, a friend of mine named Ernie mm -hmm. Becerra and um, Caro and uh, another guy Eric Casas, um, and you know, didn't, and then there was another like team behind that one. You know, yeah. but we kind of came up with this idea of. You know, we wanted to do something, and we salute was born. You know, it just was something that we visually saw. We put together. We had all the we had all the right pieces to this puzzle. Mm -hmm. You know, we had Ernie, who was the guy with the recipes, and da da da. da. We I, I was already engaged in the community. We had a guy that was you know very amazing in visual and marketing, and then and then we had Gato, who was willing to just kind of like you know put this build like just kind of keep everybody going and yeah. like you know and it was it was a it was the dream team you know what i mean for a, a business that had no identity and 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 was created and mm -hmm. now look at salud i mean it's you know vegas uh they're opening vegas I know. Up in vegas. <laughs> they're, you know they're just they're 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 doing their thing right, you know what i mean and I, and I and i and i could speak for gato we are so 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 proud and 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 you know and we had the privilege to be able to to work on that project because it's taught i know it's taught me so much i know it's taught her so much that you know we implemented that mm -hmm. into where we are today you know and uh and so you know that that was like i think like that for that was like the, the, the leaf turned over for us you mm -hmm. know and trying to put business behind you know what we were doing and creating you know, we were like, okay, like, dang, there's a lot of good stuff going on here. You know, the community's on fire. Everything's right. good. Like, what can we do? How can we be even more a part that and really put everything we have, like, not only financially, but, you know, our heart and soul well, into it. I'm sure it. you learned a lot, like, about business, oh, right? Like, how yeah. can so you even being involved oh, in that? God. I'm sure you so learned much. so much about the in and out so of how much. to get started. Yeah, she, she, I mean, she could tell you that. She's, we've grown so much yeah. you know and i mean and, that, and then you can't you cannot be taught that you cannot be explained you no cannot schooling. no schooling for what we've oh, got for that yeah. business it was yeah. all firsthand like literally being there every day showing up coming across like whatever situations and handling them with like the best judgment right yeah. the best judgment 
and that's literally like for me i i was with the company for six years and like milo mentioned earlier like it taught me everything i know Mm -hmm. and it opened the door for me to have the courage and um be enlightened in how to run our business and even grow into opening um el carrito Mm -hmm. um so yeah it was definitely like the best schooling yeah, yeah. That I didn't have to pay for it. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's experience, right? And I think experience, you get educated through your experiences, right? right? So right. even sure. same, like I feel that way, you know, I may not have a degree and I may have not gone to college, but I've learned so much by experience and putting myself out there and, you know, really taking in those educational moments and stuff. So you guys are part of this and you're part of the movement. And then how does Por Vida come up? So, Por Vida comes up um, 2015. We took a trip to Sayulita, um, Nayarit. And it's just a super magical town. Like, you, we were in Puerto Vallarta, actually, on a family vacation. And um, we wanted to, like, explore outside yeah. of, like, this super beautiful resort hotel thing that we were at on the beach. And we took a drive to uh, Sayulita, which was about, like, 45 minutes mm-hmm. away. Okay. Driving... You have to drive through like this forest, super green, beautiful huge trees, oh, sure. and then you go into town. It's like stone roads, Amazing. trees filled with like iguanas, papel picado everywhere. everywhere. That's every day. It was no mercado. It was no celebration. It was real. It was real. Yeah. So like just that really inspired us. Yeah. to like okay we have to bring back something like bring uh. business this something revolving around like our culture mm-hmm. and like all the beautiful colors all the beautiful things less artesanías like that flavor we got to take it back to Logan like it's awesome that we're involved in the gallery that right. I, we're here at Salud but like let's let's us do something mm-hmm. and when we came back we just we just started looking for space we came across this space here, mm-hmm. which it's been so many different things. Back in the day, it was a stereo repair shop. It was um, a beauty salon. It was a flower shop. It was a flower oh, shop. Laundry yeah. mat. <laughs> it's, it, really cool story. Also, once upon a time, it used to be a spiritual healing center. And um, have you heard of the book, The Four Agreements? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the author, Don Miguel Ruiz, mm-hmm. his grandma was a founder of this spiritual center. actually okay um so she would have clients from all over the world they would come and specifically visit her here Here. at this location got the chills like yeah it just all comes together yeah for sure (laughs) to become healed by her because she had this gift um and over the summer when we were prepping for the space um the family came and visit us um but they didn't find us like they didn't even know who they were looking for they mm-hmm. just knew they wanted to come back to like their, their roots yeah you know yeah. because a family grew up here and um they finally came across us and they're like hey like can we check out the space like we, we didn't know who they were yeah we okay. didn't know who they were at that time we didn't even know um, truthfully anything. anything about the book we didn't know anything about the he- spiritual healing center anything about That's doña crazy. sarita nothing of that they come in and they're like so we heard there's a new business coming in and that it's going to be a coffee shop. Do you mind if we take a look around? We're like, yeah, come coming in. Yeah. Like, no big deal. Come through. And 
one thing after the next like they started telling us about their history here like oh my grandma you know um we grew up here she lived here like my tío lived back there and yeah. i remember i would ride my bike down the street and we're Those like oh kind that's of stories, so cool you know? yeah. like that's awesome but still we didn't Thank still know the magnitude of who right. they were. Yeah. <laughs> so just like getting more and more comfortable with them and um they they just went deeper into like what his um Don Miguel uh, Jr., he was sharing the story. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, yeah, my grandma actually had a spiritual healing center here. We're like, no way, that's so cool. Like, basically, tell us more. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so he told us more about it. And then um, he told us how people would come and get healed. And he he pointed out, like, specific... Uh, locations upstairs where he would be like yeah my abuelita like come here she would walk him to this back area right here he would sit down her clients and she would like heal them heal them yeah so um then after that he shared the story of his dad and how he's the author of the four agreements um and then so let me go back real quick because this is the crazy part i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off so so, but but so while we were there talking you know they they were there for we were they were they visited for a while and he was like hey do you mind if we get a picture right and then this is like how i kind of found out who this guy was while he was still there and then I, he goes, I want to post it on my social media. And I'm like, okay, cool, you know. So he, he's like, what's your Facebook? You know, and I, I tell him whatever. And then um, he, we take this picture together, you know. And he's like, and I see him, you know, posts it. And I have my phone on. So he tags me, of course, in it, right? right? So I have my phone in my pocket. And it's like boop, vibrating. And I look at it, I go, oh, he tagged me in the picture. And then, like, the, the whole time we're here, my phone's just like, you know what going I mean? Off. Going okay. off. Okay. <laughs> off right and I'm like dude so finally I like after when they left and everything like I look yeah, you're like, I what the hell's going like, on dude he had like I don't know so many followers right and I was like what the heck he had told us what they were but I didn't know how deep right. it was right. you know what I yeah. mean I'm talking like 100k followers like that kind of stuff you know there was like 5,000 likes on the picture you know what I mean like crazy <laughs> stuff like yeah. that you know I'm like dude I'm trying to get two you know what I mean you know but like you know so yeah, I was like tripping out I was like this guy is such a big deal you know but I, and, and like she says when she was when they took us back here that he did tell us he was like you know this place has so much energy in like here. It still has it. It still has. He went in Absolutely. the back. He yeah. went in the back and he was like, You guys, I'm going to tell you something. Amongst other things, he's like, I'm going to tell you something. No matter what you do here, you guys are going to be so successful. You guys are going to have so much success here. Don't worry about anything. Just do what you do. You know? And we were like, Okay. okay. You know, yeah. Mind you, the place was just walls. It was like ugly. T- there was nothing in here. It was yeah. not even. It was like we we had the space for almost one year before we even opened up, right? Well, before we truly figured out, like yeah, what before we're gonna we tr- do with yeah, it. we okay. had it for a year. Yeah. So we paid rent for almost one year in this blank space. We would come inside and just kind of like <laughs> look around. Believe me, we didn't have the money. We were like working at Salud. And then, like, 
paying the rent. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was like, and then finally she, we were like, okay, we gotta like, we gotta figure this out. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> we gotta figure this out. So, so back to the Domi gals. Then I'll tell you that part. But you know, so um, he, they just shared that. Yeah, wonderful, they just shared that that story story with us. And same with you. Like we were, we had chills, yeah. tears in our eyes, just because we felt like the energy while they were sharing that was like so beautiful. Yeah. And like the most, amazing, yeah. Yeah, the most amazing part was um, they shared the name of the space from back in the day. And it used to be actually called Nueva Vida. Okay. Yeah. And I promise you, it had, we already had the name Por Vida. We had no idea like it that name even existed back in the day. We, like, we, we even considered naming it. Like, after we had Por Vida, we were like, dude, what about if we just put Nueva Vida, you know? But I was a little skeptical on it because there's so many small churches around here, like New Life, you know? Yes. I didn't want to send yeah. the wrong message. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want to... I don't know if it would be disrespectful, but I didn't want to, like... My personal, I didn't know about, but I just thought because I really like that name. I was yeah. like Nueva Vida. I was like, dang, that's yeah. like and the, the church history here in this neighborhood goes back <laughs> so far back. Yeah, too. yeah. So yeah. I, that's it. But yeah, it was called. We were like, we lost we were it. Like no we way, were, no way. No and, way. They like, and they were like, yeah. They were like, that's why when you guys told us Por Vida, we were like, they're like, this is it's magical. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever yeah. you're sharing in this yeah. space, it's gonna be magical. Yeah, they, they used to do some really intense healing here. People used to come from all over to come and get healed here by the grandmother and the grandfather, right? No, by the grandmother. By the grandmother. Grandmother, grandmother. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then. Um, yeah, it went on for a lot, a lot of years. It was, so we had the opportunity to do a, a book signing with him here. Uh-huh. And with the son. With the son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we only had 100 seats in like the first, what, 30 for 45 minutes or yeah. something? Like they, the, were booked. they were booked. We sold them all out. We were like, dude, what the, I mean, we had a line. There's people wanting to get in. We were like, Jesus, like, this is crazy. Yeah. And, but now, though, the family, they love us. Like, they're like now family to us. Yeah. They bring their family when they're in town. Every time he does like big interviews, he's actually, they're actually working on a Netflix. Um, um, That's a spoiler. That's yeah. Yeah, they're, they're trying to work on a Netflix uh, thing right now with him, you know. I mean, that just shows you how big he is, right. you know. And, and what I'm sure it is. for them, coming back into the oh, space dude. all the time must be yeah. such an awesome feeling yeah. for oh, them. Oh, yeah, they've it's, shared so many stories of when they were here and when the Carrito, because the Carrito's been in business for 70 years, but we just took it over last year. So right. them sharing even, like, their memories behind, like, that. going in yeah. and being there, like, yeah. it's, it's awesome to hear. Yeah, the Four yeah. Agreements, if you haven't read it read, read it. it it literally yeah. like I, I didn't read it I listened to the audio but it's like literally I promise you it will change your life I was just talking about it, it last will. night with my sister no way. Like, both my sisters have read it and I was like can you guys give me your book and yeah. then my sister was saying and she's yeah. like you know from the four agreements and I was like I haven't read it yet yeah. I was like I'll get but to if, it but. if you live your life the, those four things game changer 
Wow. Definitely. It's a game changer. And I feel like that has a lot of, I think like that has a lot to do with our success. You know, we don't say we live this perfect life right. and we don't say we do everything by the book, right. but we're, we're, we have a conscious and we're super aware. You know right. what I mean? And you don't right. ever take those things for granted. Just like that. Like, right. you know, that's a major part. I feel like just as Salud was a major part of what we've done, I feel like having him come in here, that's a major part of what we've done. And then all the work we've done before in the past. You know right. what I mean? So it's just like, it's like full circle. Yeah. You it know, comes everything together, comes around. Right. Whether it's 40, 50 years or months, it still comes around, right. you know. And you just got to be able to embrace that and not yeah. look at it as, don't turn it into something it's not you know that's right. what people tend to do you know when they get caught up in their own mess you know right. what i mean and it's like no don't this is their, they, you know god puts things in your path for certain reasons mm -hmm. you know what i mean whether you think it's you're ready for it or not you know what i mean and uh and 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 those things are are they're just like i i would I, i'll call them obstacles but they're obstacles so you can get over them you know right. what i mean not to get in the way because the only person who really gets in the way of moving forward is yourself absolutely <laughs> absolutely you know so, so then you guys have the space you guys have the name and you still don't have what a you're going to create shop. here. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like so uh, exactly. Yeah, I know, like, I know. How, but I know. then again, like, obviously, it all comes full circle. Right, right. For a reason and the right, way it's supposed right. to happen. So, I mean, know. so back to that, the community. So, we were, we are super involved in the community yeah. at, this whole time through. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted to do something that was communal. Right. I think restaurant is very communal. People come from the community. People come from all over. They, they sit. They talk. It's a yeah. meeting place. You know, we knew we couldn't do a restaurant here because we knew the work it took and the finances. Right. Um, and we and I had a friend of mine that had this uh, randomly came up to me during conversation and mentioned about a coffee cart um, that he had a coffee machine, everything, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the time, I was still at I mind you, I was still at um, Salud. You know, and then I and then I was like, man, maybe if we put a coffee cart on the corner, you uh -huh. know, maybe we can, you know, then, you know, we're gonna start thinking about it. And then I think finally it triggered to us, and we we're like, coffee, let's open a coffee shop. You know, like people can come, they can gather, they can they can meet, they can be inspired, that we can inspire, like everything. Like let's let's do that. Like you know and. I know, and there was like no hesitation. I think like from the jump, we were like, "That's what we're gonna do. Mm -hmm. We're gonna open a coffee shop." And that light turned on. It just not being right? coffee drinkers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a, yeah. But really. then again, that's actually pretty cool that that yeah. you guys weren't like these coffee snobs coming no, in. You know, no, no, First, leading with community. I, I feel like that's important to everyone to know. Yeah, yeah, it it is because I I think too like when you start off something like this right and you're creating something and it's coming together so organically, it's just powerful to. Have that vision, see that, and put community first. Right. And then everything else kind of so, follows. And yeah. I always say that too. Like, if you put family first, everything will follow behind. You put yeah. community first, everything will come and follow behind. The money will follow. Yeah. And we didn't have... Right? That's very true because we didn't yeah. have... All we had is our jobs. Yeah. That's uh, all we had. 
we had jobs and we would grab a paycheck and put it right in and then work another you know a couple weeks and then grab yeah. a paycheck and put it right in and then it was just literally that and and then and you know Gato came up with the name she designed the logo and we were on our way and and I mean she, I mean she and and the crazy part about it is that the how many years did we have it open before you finally uh, three been, years. I just left Salud last year. She in barely left Salud last year. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. barely. barely. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's. I feel wow, like that's okay. even important to know yeah. as well because, like, it takes time. You know, yeah. it takes time. Even like, you, although you could have all the support, like, just even like to have a business and sustain it, and to be able mm-hmm. to like live off it and make it your like make it fully your whole livelihood. Right. right. It took time to build. You know, and it took me a lot of courage. There was a lot of fear. There was a lot of doubt. There was so many things that, you know, ran through my head before, like, taking that leap. But there was something else that told me, like, it was time. You know, but mm-hmm. for a long time I had to be patient, and someone would be like, "Oh, well, do you think you'll ever leave Salud?" Be like, "Hell no! Like that's no way. That's yeah. that's my first love. You know, yeah. that's my home, and it's gonna be my home forever." But it was time, you know, mm-hmm. and and for us to take our business to the next level, I had to be fully invested and committed. Yeah. So, but you know, like I for people out there that like, um are thinking of opening a business but that have their bread and butter like open your business don't let nothing get in your way but just don't leave everything else for it you know like make sure you have enough saved and then make sure you still have another source of income coming in to right. sustain you and sustain your business and then there's going to come a day when you know it's time right it's like make those moves but be smart exactly. about those moves and when you make them and mm-hmm. right because yeah. i do believe timing is everything in life there's a reason why the, the time fits the way that it does for sure you know and for you i had no idea because i mean i see you running around like crazy i had no idea you were still over there yeah while you're over here yeah. and yeah. Yeah. El Carito, you know yeah. all going on like yeah. that's crazy yeah. and being a mom yeah, yeah. to us you know a 10 year old yeah you know. dang that's yeah. really crazy yeah. and so so how did um so obviously por vida and you were still over there. Were you doing Por Vida full Yeah, time? yeah. We, okay. I was here. She was over there. And then we had a manager um, that was working with us closely that mm-hmm. was, you know, you know, helping us out. She had a little bit of coffee experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Bucky and a uh, really good friend of ours. And uh, we just, us three, we just started, like, you know, I will take it back because not knowing that we weren't coffee drinkers right. and stuff. I have to say this that we were um, guided through this by a really good friend of ours. His name is David, and he's the owner of James Coffee. Oh yeah, in Little Italy. Yeah, that guy really took us, you know, um, under his wing, and he kind of like he walked us through. You know, we, we I think now that we walk people through, we we walk them and hold their hand. Mm-hmm. James walked us through side by side. So, okay. you know, he, yeah. and meaning that he walked us through, but he wanted, I felt like he wanted us to make our own decisions mm-hmm. in our business because he knew we were capable of it because yeah. our history of business. 
But about the coffee business, yeah. that's the part where he really helped us. You know what I mean? And and he gave us the opportunity to to kind of mold our own. You know, right. the people that we've helped, we've also done that too. But we really like got them up and running. Like we wanted, yeah. like we really like it was like quick within six months. Boom, you're up and running with the right. business. You know what I mean? I, I noticed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah going know. into those other places, yeah. I definitely noticed. So that. you know, and 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 uh, and it's cool though. We love that. Like that was more that's that's like something that's gratifying for me and her we love to help people we never i don't think there's any secrets you know about anything you know what i mean because you know you want you want growth we we feel i already know that without the business what we were doing before we were inspiring so now that we have this i know it's inspiring to people you know what i mean why wouldn't i share that right. you know what i mean like uh, i i was inspired you know by at the very beginning by my by my friends you know what i mean and 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 that meant so much to me i had a a nine to five working with the county of san diego Mm -hmm. for 10 years you know this job and like everything and all that but that's not where you know for that time that's where my heart was you know what i mean but i realized like there was more there was something else that i wanted to do you know what i mean yeah and and that's the hard part like she said like I, i was doing it with no income i was doing it because i had to find that passion and that drive in me you know, and let everything else go. You know, I had two daughters, young daughters. I was married before, like, and I just, I had to put all that stuff, not aside to where I put them out of my life, but I had to focus on really what I really yes. wanted, mm-hmm. you know, and, and thank God now, like, my whole family can, you know, um, benefit off of what we've done. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, that's, that's 2008 we're at 2019 it's time you know what i mean you gotta put the time in right you know nothing happens overnight Mm -hmm. you know um you know so it's like you know so going back you know we learned coffee we were taken by the hand and they showed us exactly what we needed to do and we did it and we knew that if we were going to be in the coffee game because san diego's major coffee yeah. you know yes. it's major <laughs> yeah. it's like the beer it's yeah. like beer craft beer yeah. it's there we knew that we had to be both foot in 110% right. and let's learn this and let's be the best at it and i think now me coming from me and i'll say this to the world i mean like i think we're top and we're up there, you know, in the coffee game. I have no, like, we have an open door policy. If you think otherwise, yeah. then you know what I mean? But yeah. we, because I feel like we're so passionate about it, you know what I mean? And we do, we try to be the best that we can be every single day. Right, and that you energy know? flows through here. Yeah. You know, this is the first coffee shop that I went to where I started, when I was getting involved with the community, this was my first little cafecito dates. Yeah. was here, right, like the first yeah. one that I had. And ever since then, every meeting that I have here, it goes so good and it's just I leave there with taking a little piece of the energy right, from Port right. and I think that's also important too because yeah. I think it's not just you come here for coffee you right. come here for the experience right. of being it's, in the community exactly. and seeing people have their artwork here yeah. and seeing what you guys develop you you can't not feed off of that you yeah. know and if you walk out of here and don't feel that feeling then think about what you're going yeah, into yeah. open your heart a little bit more yeah, because there's yeah. no way you can leave here without feeling something yeah you know of that so you said That's um amazing. your background was in you were working for the county and child protective county? services really that's yeah. what you did yeah okay. i did child protective services that was like yeah i did that i did also did some construction contracting mm-hmm. stuff but like that was that I could have been retired if I would have stayed there 
it, you know, yeah. that whole deal. But, I mean, I wouldn't change what we've got for the world. Right. You know what, what I mean? I don't, I don't, it's not, yeah. you know, so, I, but, yeah, that was chopped. I did that. My mom worked there for 40 years, you know, so, oh, wow. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things. You just find what you're good at, find what your, what your niche is, you know right. what I mean? And, and just don't let no one, you know, hold you back, you know, right. and that's when... Like the coffee thing, we're like, nah, this is what we want to do, you know? right. and and going back, we wanted and opening Port of View that we wanted to embrace our culture, like we wanted to make a menu that our people would was familiar with. Right. I would go to a coffee shop and I'd look at the menu and I, there'd be two people in line <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, what am I gonna get? What am I gonna get? Right. And then right when it's my turn, I'm like, go ahead, you order. I ain't gonna get nothing because I'm gonna order a hot chocolate or something. You know what I mean? Because right. I didn't know. Yeah, when we were finding like, okay, we're gonna open a coffee shop, we tried a few different. I think it's, we went to Dark Horse. Yeah. And I remember being there and then like. Straight up, mm. I wasn't even aware of what a latte really was. Yeah, or you a know? Or like, a yeah. Yeah. What the heck is that? Yeah. And I think I even ordered like a non vanilla bean, something not even caffeinated. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> I was like, this is so good. Yeah, yeah. And also, I don't know if you remember Milo, but when again, like when we were first, like, oh, it's gonna be a coffee shop, we thought like coffee was latte art. Or at least I did. Yeah. Okay. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's latte art. That's how you make a good coffee. Okay. You mean we learned, latte. Yeah, latte we art. learned that it went like so much more beyond, beyond all yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So just like we just wanted to to have a menu that people understood. Yeah. Right. Our people understood. Where they yeah. can connect with. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's yeah. about connecting and feeling yeah. that connection. We wanted to make sure our people felt like this is something they can relate to. Right. You know, right. you know, we I know when we went to Dark Horse, it was something that they could relate to. Their it was unrelatable. Clients. Yeah, right. it was their clients, their clientele. It was nothing about race or anything. Right. It was just not in our cultures. You know, our moms would make coffee in the coffee pot. That's as far as it went. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it never went any further. But we knew we were gonna get into this game. I was like, why don't we put a twist in it? Why don't we use ingredients that we were familiar with, right. you know, lechera, you know, brown sugar, right. you know, canela, horchata, <laughs> you know, yeah, like all, pan, yeah. all these, you, you know, you can't go anywhere, yeah, you can't go into a Starbucks yeah, and know, order that, no, like, no, 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 now, now, now you can, they're coming around now, they're seeing the light, <laughs> which is okay, you know, but yeah, those, that was like our thing, and when we started our menu, had literally, it's hanging right it's there, right, right it's, right. I think our, it's less yeah. than 10 things, right, less than 10 things, oh, today I walked in and I was like, oh, dang, their menu's grown so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 yeah, we have a mojito one now. Yeah. We have a, a Buenos Vibes. Yeah, right I saw Beto now. posted that photo La, yesterday. Yeah. I was like, that thing looks good. It's so Rosa. good. Yeah, we have a bunch of new ones now, you yeah. know, but but we want it. We're keeping them in our lane. We're right. trying to stay in our lane. Right. You know, and be right. and, and well, be that's super. That's what you know. Right? Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Because you know, yeah, if we did something else, it's like, you know, doing something, you know, like coming in here and not saying that I don't love country music, but you come in here and you're country music, you're gonna be like, wait a minute, what? All this lowrider stuff. We want right. to stay in our lane. We want right. to. We want people to feel and come here for that experience of the Chicano culture, exactly. the Mexican culture, and 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 we and not that we only want people in our. We right. want them. We want to share our culture with right. everybody. Right. We want them to know that, hey, we're not just good for tacos and burritos and real tacos. And, yeah. you know, yeah. we're, we're, we can do other things too. We got good beer. We got good food. We got good coffee. We, you know, we, we can, you know, beautiful art. Beautiful artwork. Yeah. Like. And, and sometimes, you know, I think like, 
us as Latinos, Chicanos, you know, we get caught up in, in that and we don't, we don't, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but we take our culture for granted. Yes. You know, we're not, we're not really picking up of what our ancestors laid down. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, all these things that you go to Tijuana and you see all these beautiful things. Like we still, when we, we go to Tijuana once, twice a week, you know. When we're still in line buying stuff from the guys, you know yes, what I mean? Because yes. we're like, this is so beautiful. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And I think like a lot of times you don't, see, we look right through it because our moms and our grandmas and everyone's always told us, I escuchinero, you don't yeah. need that. You already have one, five of them at home, yeah. you know? But instead of looking at it and being like, wow, our people make this. Why can't I take this little cosita right here, mm -hmm. bring it to here and being able to be proud and sell it as something that we made right you know what and i mean showing that our, our culture goes so much deeper. deeper right because i think being living in a border town we take advantage we of being able to go back and forth from tijuana yes to here, right and that's yes. something i learned when i went to aguas calientes i was like oh there's a whole nother world, world. of deeper. mexico that i yeah. had no idea because i thought it is real tacos and burritos <laughs> i go to tijuana yeah. like i take advantage of going back and forth oh, God. i yeah. didn't realize how much bigger like when i went to aguas calientes i didn't eat one taco while i was there right. because that's not what it's about no. so yeah. for me that was a learning experience in my culture showing that there's so much more to us i think that's what this community does you know in barrio logan it shows that there's so much more to okay. us yeah. and even like walk uh, coming up here today and seeing the tours of chicano park yeah. and seeing them take a big group of people and touring like that's amazing to yeah. me that we're sharing so much People of us. People are intrigued by there. our culture. Yes. They are intrigued by our culture. They, they really are. They are. And Gano, what did you, what did you do before you got into this? You said you were at a job. Before. Yeah, before um, I quit my corporate job doing document control and at a mm. pharmaceutical company mm, okay. um, in Mira Mesa. Um, that yeah, that's what I did. I did. I I mean. I started my my adult life, you could say, um, at 21 years old, um, and this is a whole nother story because, I mean, us grew up in a super traditional household. Mm -hmm. um, my dad was super strict, like super overprotective. At 21, like starting out, off at Grossmont College, I became more of a rebel because I was like, no, I got experience uh -huh. life. Um, I ended up getting pregnant and like from then on like I was on my own my dad's like bye not my problem okay. um, so very traditional in that yeah, way too yeah, right? for sure. <laughs> so I did like what I could to make it by to support my son mm -hmm. I worked at 24 fitness um, I worked at a club in downtown I worked doing funerals driving the hearse really? yeah I um, did I worked as a secretary um you name it like finally uh before before like my life really changed mm -hmm. um i the last like corporate job that i had was doing document control at a pharmaceutical company um and i did that for maybe about a year and then um at that about that a year 2011 is when i met milo through a good friend of ours ruben torres doing a, um, a fundraiser. No, we, we were collecting donations um, to take to families in Tijuana. So like clothes okay. through the um, okay. Love Thy Neighbor. Oh, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Love Thy Neighbor. Yeah, Yeah. so I worked with him for a couple years, met Milo, um, fell in love. (laughs) Um, And then from there, like, being around that and just, like, developing a passion for it because I was in a blind that there was, like, more than just my mom, my dad, and my immediate family. Like, because we're just so in our circle. Like, when I would talk about going to Chicano Park Day, my dad's like, no, puros chorros, ¿para qué quieres ir para allá? Like, no, it's like, no freaking way, you know? No freaking way are you going to go over there. Now he's here. (laughs) Now now he's our partner in the restaurant. Yeah. So, you know, um, so then so yeah developing that passion and then still working my corporate job Mm -hmm. um and till one day uh, milo mentioned that ernie becerra who's owner of salute he was looking for um someone to help him like run his back office okay um so handle like talking to his customers with like confirming events and doing emails answering phone calls um and that sort of stuff kind of working it taking care of it managing yeah. like accounts payable accounts receivable and i was like let me try it so you're like, like I'm an office down. manager yeah. Yeah. yeah i was like let me try it i'm down like my job is cool it's whatever it's like nothing i'm crazy about i'm down to you know give it a yeah. shot and um i actually asked for i i made up this like lie and i was like hey i have an emergency i need to go for a couple weeks <laughs> okay um and my manager was like oh yeah like i, I was i've always been good a great employee like mm-hmm. no matter where i went i would always go above and beyond so they didn't even hesitate they're like do what you got to do and then yeah. we'll see you soon and then um pretty much i never came back because i was like okay i think i could do this I think I could do I this. And it was crazy. fun. Uh, I, and it was, I was fun. Ask you, like, I how you, you took that? I thought yeah. she was I didn't want her to do it. I told her, like, I was, like, I was the one that was, like, you know what? Like, th- this is not for you. Like, you know? And, and not only that, because I knew she had her son, and I knew that the, the pay was... She had, like, this job. Like, yeah. a normal, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, clocking, clocking. Yeah, exactly. you know? And yeah. I, I just was just, like, there's... This is not even a job. This is, like... This is like not. This is like he's gonna give you this, you know. Yeah, what I mean? no, like, and it was literally <laughs> like that. Ernie handed me his uh, his laptop because that's what he used to work out of. Mm-hmm. He would walk around with the laptop a and a planner yeah. and then his cell phone, and that was his office. His okay, his phone yeah. would like <laughs> ring like every five minutes. No exaggeration. No exaggeration. I promise you, it would ring literally every single five minutes of people requesting quotes for like taquisas wow yeah. every five minutes and it was just too much for him to like manage yeah, because he was managing yeah. the bookings confirmations the payments cooking, the shopping, shopping the cooking like going to events yeah. yeah so he was like okay i need help i think i'm ready for someone to step yeah. in um and i know for him it was kind of hard because he was he's always been very particular about how he ran things he wanted things to be a certain way and mm-hmm. and things to be communicated in a certain language and with his clients like it was his baby completely understood right so when i met him i was like hey uh yeah i could do it like you know i used to help my dad you know send invoices out for his company he was like i don't know he was like he straight told me he's like but it's more than that and i'm like but i could do it and um until he kind of just like all right well let's see if you could do it i'm gonna i'm gonna know like right away if you could manage this or not and from then on like i took it and i took it like if it was my own 
I mm-hmm. didn't turn it off. It could be like midnight and an inquiry would come in and I would answer it like if it was an automated system. Like People I People thought that it was an automated system. That's how on it she was. Damn. But I'm yeah. not talking about 10, 20, 30. I'm talking about hundreds that would start to come in after. And she was still working at that capacity. Doing the whole back yeah, end. Yeah, and, and then we got, I remember we got a Google number and I connected it to mine and then it was just like my phone ringing nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And like, I feel like for me, it was just, it was just so much fun in it. Like it was fun. It wasn't even like so much like a job. It was just like something new, something different. Because it was a different type different. of work too yeah. than what you're yeah. doing, right? So that new and different feeling yeah. and stuff. And we were talking about that before we recorded, like about you know being stressed out and overwhelmed but then again you're doing something that you love so it's almost like right like I'm it's still, okay i'm stressed and i'm overwhelmed but it's on my terms yeah and i'm enjoying it yeah so. <laughs> exactly so so one thing led to the next like we of course ernie would always be around um eric and i started working really closely with like developing like a uh, legit email system mm-hmm. and ha- the website connect to the email so that things could just come in and be synced in and we develop like an actual online calendar not have a written down planner because things are getting really (laughs) messy um like just being part of like developing all of that just develop my own personal growth and my own passion for for what i do today right um so yeah like we've said like it didn't happen overnight like even passion like it you just keep adding to the to the fire you just keep fueling it more and more um and over the years for me personally that's how it happened because i was introduced to like a whole nother side of the world that i was completely like oblivious to i had no idea existed and whenever i was intrigued by it or things would come up in my life that like would spark the question like dad what is that it was always like no, you don't need to know anything about that. Like, that's not good. Mm-hmm. And it was always around, like, being Chicana myself. And not even knowing that term because my parents were Mexican. And I'm Mexican, but I'm also Chicana, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, being proud of that. Yeah. You know? And being first generation and understanding the reasons why my parents did the parenting the way they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that that's... Crazy, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it is. But then again, like I said, like, you know, and I was, I told you guys, like, I was really interested in sitting down with you guys because I knew there was so much a lot, of yeah. how this became what it is, right? And I think that there's so many people out there that have these ideas, but they're so fearful of yeah. going forward. And a lot of people are just scared of failing, yeah. you know? But I think change. when you're, yeah, and change. But when you're creating something, I don't think people think about all the background that it takes to actually create that one thing. And for you guys, it's not one thing. I mean, you guys have been in with people that have created this whole entire street. Like, Mm -hmm. that's beautiful Mm -hmm. and amazing. So, like I said, like, this place holds a special place in my heart and, you know, community-wise. And you guys seem like you're still, like, learning more about, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it doesn't stop. So, my question for you guys is, as we're coming to the end of the podcast here, is... What's next for Por Vida? Uh, well, we definitely want to keep expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully more locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly even start roasting our own beans. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. 
And yeah. do you have anything? I mean, what what yeah. do you feel is next? Those two things definitely. I think those are going to happen sooner yeah. than later. You know, I think uh, just. I think it, having Por Vida is a definitely it teaches us a lot every day and we're always open to learn more you know yeah. what I mean um, I think now too that we have the restaurant I think there's a lot of potential with that thing because I mean I, I watch it from you know when you watch it from the outside uh-huh. you know when you're in there you're in there but when you like kind of watch it from the outside and you're just like thinking about things like it, it's it could be big the draw is big you yes. know and we're very limited we're very limited. Yeah. It's like because the space is so small, space small right. you know what I mean. So you know, and it's one of those things you get, you know, like you just got to watch, you know, your growth because you don't want to go too fast. Because right. then you, you know, but when your space is small and right off the top, you're just like, yeah. you know. So there's, you know, I, I look at that like there's a lot of potential there. But for Puerto Vida, I think it's just you know we're gonna want to start roasting. We want to, you know. Um, we have a. By the way, we haven't even mentioned, dude. We have an amazing team here. Our em- oh, yeah. our, our employees. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard. You know, what? I'm gonna be honest with you right now. It's hard because, like, lately we've been getting a lot of like bad Yelp reviews and stuff. Really? Um, yeah, and I mean, it just comes with the territory. You right. know what I mean? I think you know, and just you know, emails and whatever. And I think it's just because we're so high volume now, we get so many people come, yeah. and not, and everybody has. There's always somebody that just. You know, once a little bit more attention, we get busy. Okay. You know, they're, they're all young. They're, I don't think our oldest barista is like... 24? Yeah, 24, really? 25. Yeah. yeah, they're really young, you know. But we really try to meet with them. We really try to coach them. Right. We really try to let them know the importance of, of you know, their job. Right. You know, we really try to do that. And, uh, and and our team is amazing. We have a really amazing team. But sometimes things don't, you know, they, they get overwhelmed. They're, they're, they're young. They're learning. Yeah. I can remember when I was that, you know, right. you know that they're, young. They're growing. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. so we take that into consideration. But, you know, customer service is always first. It's major for us, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, our team, and we have an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, manager here, um, you know, with that helps us. Her name is April. She's like she's really good. She's good. She helps us out. She's keeps us, uh, you know, in the loop of what we need to know as owners. You know, so right. it's very important. Just as Cato was that person, I think Cato Cato like embeds that in her, and it worked. You know what yeah. I mean? So like you know that that experience it helps because you put it in what right. you want, and right. and she does it. You right. know what I mean? And we can see it. You know, and at the end of the day. When she goes off to work somewhere else, uh, hopefully she has that good story of how we talk about Ernie and how much we've mm-hmm. learned about. She can say, you know what, Milo and Gatto, you know, really taught me how to be, you know, diligent, assertive, and 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 on point about things. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, this is how we pay our car payment, how we feed our kids, how we how you survive, how we survive. You right. know, so we we have to have. There has to be a standard. You know, so I think with us, you know, with that, you know, what's next for Puerto Vida, just keep building that standard and keeping it, you know, our, our, our goals, you know, higher so we can, you know what I right. mean? Just keep building, you know, and, and, and I think everything else will follow for us. You know what I mean? I think yeah. everything else, you know, we never want to put too much on our plate. That's one thing about us. We never have. When we talk and when we dream, we have big dreams and big, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when we know that it's a reality, we backtrack and we go, what's the reality for it? Right. To, really, to be realistic yeah, about right. it. Yeah. Yeah. What's financially yeah. or, right. you know, or 
you know, can we really have that time to in, to go? You know, right? You and know, invest. Yeah, and time more. Invest, yeah, right. It's not just invest money. It's yeah. investing your energy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like your heart yeah. into Especially it, like yeah. energy. Yeah, because yeah. man, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. We, we spend, we spend, you know. 10, 12, sometimes 15 hours a day here. You guys are always, always here. here. Yeah. Every time I come yeah. here, you guys are here. I We're see here. one of you running in and out yeah. or on the side. Yeah. Like, We're, we, and we people do. see that. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're here, you know. Yeah. And We're involved in our business. and right. we wouldn't, But we wouldn't want it any other way. You yeah. know, we want... We went on in any other way, so I think you know, just you know, I think like that's next for us to just keep pushing. You know yeah. what I mean? And and I think you know we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll, yeah. see. well we're gonna share it with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> any advice that you can give out to the listeners that are about to make those moves in business and create something that's not there? Um, just like I mentioned earlier, if you have a dream, like put actions behind that dream. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Like if you have that dream and you don't do anything about it, it don't expect anything to come yeah. out of that. Right. You know, yeah. just <laughs> put action behind it and don't give up. Don't have a partner because yeah. you can't do it alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, have a team, like build your team yeah. because doing it on your own is like too crazy. Yeah. And everyone's going to be good at something that you're not and vice versa. Um, but don't give up. Keep pushing. Be resilient. Know that there's going to be good times and hard times, but there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. yeah. I say the same thing. I just, you know, like the only people, like I said earlier, the only person, people that get in the way of what we want to do is ourselves. Right. You know what I mean? So just, you know what I mean? Just Amen I mean, to that. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? And then, and, and then there'll never be a better time than now. People always wait. Say, you know what? Let's do it next year. We'll We'll wait till... You know, we get our taxes or whatever. Don't do it. Do it now, because yeah. next year there's gonna. I promise you, there's gonna be another obstacle in front of you. Right. And you're just gonna waste time and time you can never get back. So true. You know. So you know, just that. Uh, that's my thing. Is just you know, if you really feel passionate about it, and 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 and, and don't use money as uh, an excuse. Right. That's, Don't that's, let that hold for you me, back. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. for me and Caro. That's like when people say that. I get it. I get that. I get that. Right. I get it. But. Don't use that as an excuse not to do what you want to do. You can start it already without money. Right. You know, the majority of your of your business is not going to be the financial part. It's going to be the plan and attack right. and, and creating that 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 platform. Right. That, How that passionate cost. you are about that it doesn't that cost. keeps it going. Yeah. Right. The the money will follow after that. Yeah. Like you said the money will follow and the, and and don't you know? There's never been a better time than now. Right. You know. And I do believe that if you're passionate is. about something and you keep talking about it but not put creating it, in, it and put it out in the world, someone else is going to pick up on that yeah. and go run with your idea. Oh, we're 100%. big on that. Right. Yeah, we're, big on, <laughs> we're always like we said we've been we always saying like. All right, you ready to put it out in the universe? Yeah, because you know, once you put it out, about it. yeah, once yeah. you put it out in the universe, Absolutely. it comes. Absolutely, it it comes, and it's never not came for us yet. I think every awesome. single thing, you know, when you when you put about like, oh, I want a Lamborghini, like that. Come on, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. But put tangible, obtainable goals in front of you. Right. Put those things in front of you. Put something that really matters, that that truly has a meaning, that that you yes. can really, that you can really like. 
touch you know right. put those and i guarantee you they're gonna and come. be proud but it takes work yeah it does take work it does take work but that's with anything that's right. with anything whether you have yeah. a 95 9 to 5 or anything that work is gonna be work you yeah. know what i mean can't that's get away anything. from that right yeah. <laughs> if you think it's gonna take no work then i don't know what you're thinking but you know you gotta work for it you definitely yeah. gotta work for it well you guys are true community leaders and i I've been inspired by you guys and without even sitting down and talking to you guys and just being in the shop. So I thank you for what you guys are thank building, you. creating, and what you guys do in your future. I'm excited to see it. Thank so you. So I appreciate yeah. that. Um, and until then, Chigonas, keep your fist up. Yes. Woo. <laughs>